straight up 12 o'clock on this Wednesday afternoon here in Phoenix, Arizona. Good afternoon to our beautiful listeners on Blaze Radio at blazeradioonline.com. You are listening to the Valley Variety. My name is Jacob Jones along with my partner, Benjamin Yates. What's up, Ben? What is up, Jacob? We got one heck of an episode. We today. really do. Why don't you explain to the viewers what we got on tap today? So, I explained last week that we were going to have Matt Jones, the founder, creator of Kentucky Sports Radio, on the show. We did a little pre recording session with him. So, this is about a few days ago that we recorded with him that we're about to play for you guys. Uh, it is a fantastic interview guest that we had. So exciting. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again to Matt Jones if you're listening to this. It was a lot of fun. Uh, come back anytime, please. For sure. For sure. It was a blast. And I can't wait till we get to the interview because it was... Right. I mean, once we listened to it, man, it was, and there, there's it was very, pretty amazing. We want to go over some updates in sports after we play Matt Jones, like including the Clay Thompson Booker beef that happened last night. Sure. Uh Warriors fans are crying. <laughs> I know one is that's one listening is. right now. Yeah, good. Hi. Good. I probably can't say your name on Warriors. live radio. Warriors. Warriors. I'm just going to let you know before we play this interview, Clay would not have helped last night. And Clay I told you this last helped. night, and yeah. nothing's changed. Yeah. Because you guys lost by almost 30 points. Those, and so Those two free throws really helped them. He really. <laughs> is Kevin Harlan to blame? Is Kevin Harlan. We're going to put that on a poll. Is Kevin Harlan to blame, yes or no? I mean, Steph looked over at him once uh, he missed it. Speaking of poll questions, after we play the interview, we'll be crafting the, some extra poll questions that we put out on at Valley, the Valley Variety on Instagram and at underscore Valley Variety on Twitter. That is true. So we will go over those poll questions after we play Matt Jones right now. So just going to ask a couple questions here. Uh, happy Sylvia Wheeler Day, by the way. <laughs> Heck of a day. Yeah, well, I'm glad to see that happen. I think it's cool. Uh, you know, for a long time, I was sort of wondering, like, when we're kind of younger fans going to sort of get going on social media and on the web, you know, just as UK folks. And it seems like there's a group out there doing it. And uh, they got this whole having players um, – players days you know i think they started with damian collins and severe wheeler i think that's very cool i i'm glad to see uh sort of another generation picking up the picking up the lead it's really funny I, i've been loving twitter today <laughs> it's, it's fantastic uh, we also want to you know ask a couple intro questions You're like which fan base has been the worst i saw a tennessee fan tweet back at you and the most tennessee fan fashion uh but Louisville, Duke, Indiana, Tennessee, which one's the what's the worst fan base you've seen so far? Well, it's Tennessee and it's not close. I mean, I you know, the Louisville fans over the years, they get really angry at me, but I think there was like a begrudging respect. Uh, because you know, they they would listen to the show, a lot of them, and I think they knew what I was doing. And so even though some of them hated me, you know, they at least had the context. But Tennessee fans, you know, they're just – they've lost their minds. I mean, I, 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 I'm I, not sure that there is a fan. And it's not just me. I mean, I think this is universally shared by pretty much everybody. I mean, I – you know, I, I don't think there's anybody in the ballpark of Tennessee. The, the second most hateful group I actually found were Auburn fans during basketball. Really? You know, they, yeah, there's just a 
there's just a vitriol from some of these Southern teams that I haven't had. I mean, again, I've had Indiana fans hate me. I've had Louisville fans hate me. Duke, maybe a few, but they just, they're so angry with some of these Southern teams. I've never really gotten into it with any of the other SEC schools, maybe Arkansas a little, but I would probably go Tennessee one, Auburn basketball two, and then I guess Louisville three, but I kind of liked going back and forth with the Louisville people. I sort of miss it. I, they're so terrible now. They don't do anything. Yeah, uh, that I completely agree with. The Auburn one's surprising to me, honestly. Uh, well, you haven't. You should have been. When I when Kentucky played Auburn, and I guess they had like a camp out or something, and I think I tweeted out they're not camping out to see Auburn. They really didn't like that at all. I mean, they just didn't like. But I mean, I was correct. But they didn't like that. And the Tennessee fans, the same way. I mean, Tennessee fans are all bragging about the ratings against Alabama. The reason the ratings were so good is because of Alabama. That's people wanting to see Alabama lose. And, and you know, they, I don't think they realize that. Like, the brands matter. And in basketball, it's Kentucky. And in football, in basketball, it's just not quite the same. So... I was born and raised in Arizona. I'm from a small town in Arizona, but I was born. Uh, we have four professional sports teams here, at least in the Phoenix area. And I've always been really interested with places like Kentucky and big college basketball markets that have, you know, Kentucky is really the professional sports team in football and men's basketball and all your sports, really. And I think for a school like Arizona State that we go to that, you know, when ASU loses, my mentality is kind of like, well, at least I have the Arizona Cardinals or at least I have the Phoenix Suns or the Diamondbacks or, you know, I can I can go on and on. And, you know, so how is it different from a place at a place that really is centralized around the university? Well, I mean, it's obviously different for the reasons you said. There are not there. There are worse places you can go to school than Arizona State, though. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty nice place to go. I would say, you know, a lot of these southern schools, and Kentucky's like this. I mean, Tennessee's like this. Alabama, Auburn. I mean, because there aren't pro sports. I mean, I, you know, I, I know there's pro sports in Nashville, but that's that's barely even Tennessee. So. It just, you know, the culture revolves around that one team. And the same thing's true in pro sports towns where there's only one pro team there. So, like, mm -hmm. in Sacramento, people lose their minds about the Kings, right, because it's the only team there. St. Louis, for many, 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 many years, the only team was the Cardinals. So, like, they mm -hmm. completely lose their mind about the Cardinals. So, I think anytime you just have one or two sports, it makes them – ultra more important for Kentucky for decades and decades. It was basketball. And I think what happens with college athletics, and I'm sure like a sociologist or anthropologist could discuss why I think the identity of places becomes wrapped up a lot more with college sports. Cause I don't really know why that is, but I think it is true. I mean, I think there aren't too many professional sports teams where their fans believe that being a fan of that team is a core part of their personality. And I think that happens a lot more with college so that when you lose, it's not just that your team lost, it's like that you personally lost. And I think 
you know, I look at the, the, going back to Tennessee, Tennessee football fans. If you go to the bio of a Tennessee football fan on Twitter, like the first or second thing they write is that I'm a Tennessee fan. Like, so like it's almost like they put they put the Tennessee fan stuff over like their kids, you know. <laughs> Absolutely I, true. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's very unique to college athletics and maybe even college athletics in the South. It's just sort of a more it's unique. It's part of what makes it great, but it's also part of what makes people crazy. Yeah, I have a family friend that's a Tennessee fan, and we we fight like hell with that guy. <laughs> it's, it's every single basketball season, football season. It's never ending with them. It's ridiculous. Uh, the next question I got for you, though, is uh, from your experience and the NIL just, you know, starting up and, you know, going how crazy it is now. Uh, the effect in Kentucky, how has how it drawn transfers into UK sports? Like, what is the effect of the NIL on the transfer portal there? I think we still don't totally know how it's flushing out. I mean, I I read a story recently that basically insinuated that every single school in the country is lying about how much money they're making in NIL, that, like, no one is making as much as people act like. That, you know, Bryce Young had said he's making $2 million, but really people are like, maybe he's not. Maybe he's making 500000 So I don't really know. I mean, it's it's kind of the Wild West. You don't know what's going on exactly. I mean, I'll just take Kentucky. I mean, I can tell that Will Levis is making money on NIL, but I really have no idea how much. I mean, he's doing a lot of different stuff, but, like, how much can some of these people really afford to pay? I just I, I just have no idea. I mean, there's no doubt that NIL is a huge part of how college sports are going in the there's no doubt about that. <laughs> we're lagging a lot here I'm but it's sure good <laughs> that the appetite is there to give oh. are you there oh yeah it just cut out for a second zoom yeah <laughs> it's killing me sometimes now we, we heard so you where until, was like, i what uh, uh somewhere right around uh like the effect on the college sports like right at the end of that sentence I, I don't know. I forgot where it was. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't really I don't really know what the final result is going to be. I think that NIL is going to matter. I think it matters in the transfer portal, oddly, even more than it matters now recruiting. Because I think what's going to happen is a lot of these businesses are going to see recruits as not worth the investment, but transfers as worth the investment because they know how good they are. And I think what you'll – I think this will be the first year coming up that you're going to really see what schools are crushing it and what aren't. Because if you see a player leave a good team in a good situation to go to a better team, then that might be NIL. We haven't really seen that a lot. We've seen a lot of transfers, but it's guys who, for whatever reason, it really made sense for them to go somewhere else. I'll be interested to see, like, you know, if Ole Miss's freshman star running back transfers to Alabama, then you know that had to be NIL because why would he leave? So that's what I want to see because I think this will be the first year where that might happen. I think everybody's been focusing on NIL with recruits coming out of high school. I actually think where you're going to really see it is NIL. You saw it last year with that kid leaving Pitt to go to USC to play football. I bet you see more of it this year. 
and what the transfers, how many there are and how it increases every year is that do you think that's a good thing for college sports or is that an increasingly bad situation? Yes. I think it's a great thing. Teams can get better quicker. Teams can get better quicker. Kids get to go to school where they want to go to school. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a great thing. I mean, look, the other thing is it gives you a chance to, you know, to fix your roster. I mean, I think Kentucky probably sucks this year if they don't have the transfer portal. Tennessee is good in large part because of the transfer portal. Oh, Miss, you know, it also, I think, makes it to where schools have an incentive to have better behavior during the recruiting process because you never know. I mean, Vince has gotten a lot of guys at Kentucky because he tried to recruit them the first time and it didn't work, but then they remembered and came back. Wandell's the most obvious example. So, I think uh, I think it's good. I think it's definitely a net positive. So this is kind of a silly question, but here at ASU a couple weeks ago, we beat, you know, we've been having some, some trouble with the football program <laughs> around here at ASU. We fired our head coach in a, after week three. And so we beat the uh, University of Washington, who was ranked 21st in the country, and then proceeded to rush the field. So, you know, we've been having debates on our show it about it. It was so pathetic. And – but it also comes, I was talking to Ben about how after... No, wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Why is it pathetic? It's so pathetic. So, so, it's I, pathetic. so I, I appreciate you saying that because I talked to Ben. <laughs> and after, and I like the energy that Kentucky had after you guys beat Florida. And you guys were flipping cars. It made you, sense. You guys were in the streets. That made sense. And I just don't no, see... I, I'm, I'm going to take up for ASU because the kids. Because here's the thing. Come on. <laughs> You guys have sucked for a couple of years. I know Washington's not great, but I feel like they were undefeated, I think, when you beat them. Or if they weren't, they only had one loss. And mm-hmm. so you fire the coach. You haven't had success. I mean, the thing you got to remember is, you know, this, this is supposed to be fun, right? Like, so why do I have fun? I mean, there's only a handful of schools that should never storm the field. Alabama should never storm the field. Amen. Oh, sure. sure. Ohio State should never storm the field. Kentucky basketball should never storm the court. There's only a handful. But Arizona State's not one of them. So if That's Arizona State if Arizona State gets a big win, then they should storm the field. I don't think any I think any team in that in the Pac-12 in the right circumstance can storm the field except maybe USC. The rest of them storm ahead. And if I'm Arizona State, uh, I think it was fine. Oh, I appreciate that very much. You have no idea the ego boost you just gave him. I'm going to be dealing with this for weeks. Uh, no, I, you know, just a small puddle of fans on the field. It looked really sad. It was a small student section. Well, okay. I, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I didn't see that. Now, that yeah. could be different. There if we it was go. Only like tw- if it's only like 12 people, then that's embarrassing. We'll, we'll but call it 100. Let's... We'll say 100 people. Okay, that's not great. You need at least a couple for the, for the context, Arizona State was on fall break, and it was the game started at one thirty. It was so, an afternoon game. Okay. It, it was you know it's tough to make it there, up. There was like three, I, three, I think I, if only a hundred if only a hundred people stormed the field, I actually think that's trespassing. Not so much <laughs> it was. We, well, they had the security lined no, up. That and was the uh, that, yeah. that was the concerning part about it. That was, <laughs> <laughs> they they were they were threatening to kick someone out of the stadium a couple of times. It's true. It was, trespassing was definitely something that was happening there. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, another question I got for you is uh, the Kentucky fundraiser for the floods in Eastern Kentucky, raising about three million dollars. Uh, 
do you see any other schools in America capable of doing that? Like, I haven't seen an effect in college sports from a college athletics program this huge before. Well, there are others that are capable, but I will say this is something John Calipari deserves a lot of credit for because no other schools that I know of have used that to do it. And that's a Cal thing. I mean, Cal has a million critics, but he is one, he's the best about charity going back to hoops for Haiti. He uses that platform for the good. And while I, I mean the, the, the Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky stuff, you know, that he has gotten a culture of giving around the university fan base that I think is really one of his best legacies. So, you know, I'm sure Alabama could do that. I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of places that could do it, but Kentucky does it. And I think, I really think Cal deserves a lot of credit for getting Kentucky fans in that mindset, both when the, it's not just the ones he does, but you know, when we, when we had the Western Kentucky tornadoes and the floods, we raised money. And we gave, we raised a couple million dollars. Uh, and, and that is, I do think Cal gets a lot of credit for sort of getting people thinking like that. So I, 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 I'm not, Kentucky's not the only one that's, that can do it, but I, as far as I know, it's the only one that has done it and they deserve the UK fan base deserves a lot of credit for it. And uh, just one last question so we can get you out of here on time. Uh, the haters of Calipari, how do we silence them? We want them silenced for good. Well, he's got to win. I mean, like, I, you know, I mean, you can't give people the knife to stab you, right? So, I mean, he he's had two miserable, I mean, in seasons. Now, the last year's season wasn't miserable until the tournament, but when you lose in the first round, it doesn't matter what you did in the rest of the year. It just doesn't. And then the year before is the worst year in school history. So, I mean, if you're, if you're Calipari, I don't think the critics are fair to him when they talk about his overall coaching ability, but I think the critics over the last two years are fair because the last two years have screwed up. So the only thing you're going to be able to do with your if you're Cal is win. He's going to have two straight seasons where he's going to go into the season with a top three team. I think this year's team, I know they're ranked fourth, but I think they're one of the three best teams. I think it's North Carolina, Gonzaga, and Kentucky. Next year, they're going to be top three, and if Oscar were to come back and play with those guys, they'll be unanimous number one. So the question is, you got to go do it. Like, you can't. You haven't been to a Final Four since 2015. Now, I don't think the Final Fours are the be-all, end-all, but if you go 10 years without a Final Four and the one time you, the, you know, the last time you went, you had a chance to be undefeated and you lost, and the only time you won a title is with Anthony Davis, one of the greatest college players ever, I mean, you're going to get criticism. So the easiest way to shut up the Cal critics, go win. And I think they got a good chance to do that this year. But the reality is, if they don't make another Final Four before he's done, he'll get a ton of criticism. And while I don't think it'll all be deserved, some of it will be. Yeah. Doug Eater's mustache still haunts me at night. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, Matt. Uh, it's really nice to have you on. A real pleasure. Thank you for doing this. All right. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Goodbye. And that was Matt Jones. We give him a standing O, please. Uh, yeah, yeah let's see a little... going through all the yeah, Zoom sure. malfunctions and everything else, the bleeping out a word that yes. he said <laughs> yes. that we cannot disclose well on Blaze Radio. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, Zoom was really killing us at different points. He was driving through uh, the roads and 
Kentucky, uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, the middle of nowheres. And, uh, but, you know, it, Zoom, you did your job. Thanks for the task. Well done. Thanks, Zoom. Yeah. Why don't you sponsor us? Yeah, please. Right? Yeah. We, we're kind of poor college students, so <laughs> we, we'd kind of appreciate it. Kind of. Kind of. How about, how about straight up? <laughs> straight up 12 o'clock. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because we, crying would be sad. We, we, we've got a couple poll questions that we can point out uh, other than the Kevin Harlan one. Is Tennessee the worst, yes or no? <laughs> uh, are there worse places to go than ASU, yes or no? Oh, come on, y'all. That's, we and, all know one off the top of our heads. And At least one. At least one. At least and one. was that trespassing, yes or no? It definitely kind of looked like it but yeah. it, <laughs> it looked but he did have he was on your side i'll say on the record he was on my side for the first two minutes until he realized how many people were in the student section it was honestly a crime being on your side i think <laughs> it really was i like how he said well, well wait a minute wait a minute what's wrong with it and he was like oh that's what's wrong with it oh i was like no oh ben's telling the truth i see what's going on now i was like no i'm no. getting i'm getting all the evidence I now, was so close. All the facts of the matter. Oh, man. It's crazy how you, when you don't tell him everything, he sides with you. But when you tell him everything, it's like, oh, yeah, that's trespassing. Fuck, yeah. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's only when you look at it, like, literally. <laughs> so Jones is getting away with lying, but more just not saying the full truth. That is correct. Okay, very good. <laughs> Wait, am I on the record right now? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's a live radio. Oh, that's true. Well, either way, I stand by my word. <laughs> go Devils. <laughs> the Go Devils at the end of that. It really is. It really is. Uh, Clay Thompson's first ejection that happened last night. We were both watching the game. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a playoff game. It did. It that did. atmosphere. It's been a while since I had like a since we I watched the Suns game that was like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, every once in a while you see like the the Celtics always have a game. Like I feel like the Celtics play every game like it's a playoff game. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Well, I don't know why, but because they're they're built different in Boston. Well, they just got the team for it. Right, but in Phoenix, it's like the regular season's so nonchalant usually. Mm-hmm. Like it was fun to have a little scuffle last night. Yeah, Book and Clay getting into it. And, and book ending the game saying that he respects Clay. It's just when it's you know in the heat of the moment, you gotta start yeah. fucking each other up. And yeah. I and Shaq was like more than agreeable on that. <laughs> Look, when it's when you're down the trenches and when you gotta talk, you gotta talk. Right. But I was l- watching the highlights last night, and Clay was flashing the four. He said, yes. "I got four rings." And the whole Suns roster has zero. Right. Which is kind of a lame argument yeah like you have rings like come on clay like we know you do you can do better like yeah i've watched you win rings i like that's not you just got yours last week your fourth one last week right like i've i see you man yeah i <laughs> yes i see you <laughs> give me one it's you want to spare one of those four and just that'd be fantastic yeah. just uh, you have like probably one of those fake rings from kevin durant <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a little too hot <laughs> Ouch. Or I was making a snake noise, but yeah, oh. that's, that that too. Oh, a snake! <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah, it's because I of, get it because he's because he's a snake. Durant's a snake. Yeah. You Hilarious. know what the funniest part about that was? It's a little off topic, but when Kevin Durant's mom came on first take, oh, this is a strange. And, and Stephen strange A had to transition. apologize to Kevin Durant's mom. 
<laughs> I do remember after they that. won the championship. That's a very strange transition into that. But yes, yes I do remember that, that. I don't know. I don't know why I just thought about that. But I don't know why you transitioned that way. But here we are. But wanted Durant, the real MVP. <laughs> but yeah, but the Suns did not just beat the Warriors last night. They they dominated them. It was. Yeah. I think the whole second half was all Phoenix. I think it was back and forth in the first, and then after, well. I don't want to say it was after Clay got ejected because he didn't really do anything right. when he was on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he got ejected, it was all Suns basketball from there. Yeah. So the final score of last night's game was 134-105. So almost a 30-point win. Right. So so Clay or not, I'll say again to our friend out there listening to the Bay Area, if you're still listening, you probably turned it off. But say, Clay would not have won you that game. I know third quarter Clay is different. Everyone talks about right. it. And well, maybe maybe it changes the game plan of not having Clay in there, but he still lost by twenty nine points. Yeah, it was. Di- I mean, you saw like DeAndre how much was going to change was doing his thing. Uh, Devin like, Booker was on fire. Chris he Paul was. was playing. He was playing With full strength. Chris Paul. That's that's the point guard I remember. Yeah, Mikhail was incredible. Mm-hmm. Campaign was incredible. Campaign and an then amazing out of start all to the year. Them, Jock Landale. Jock Landale, my new favorite player. I'm going to buy Jock a jersey L- of Jock Landale. I might have to. After getting my Macau Bridges one today. He had, like, back-to-back blocks and a couple dunks in between all that. He had a whole, like, highlight montage that he was making last night. I love how Jock plays because Jock's, like, kind of, like, just hanging out in the court. And the ball comes to him. He's kind of, like, shocked every time he gets it. Because <laughs> there's, like, four other players on the court all time that would probably get it before him. Do you know when you watch, like, the high school basketball movie and, like, the freshman gets the basketball yeah. and he's just looking <laughs> at it? just freezes up. That's what Jock Lindale looks like. <laughs> and I love him, too, but he, like... <laughs> but speaking of getting a Jock Lindale jersey, let's talk about those jerseys last night. They're nice. Those were clean. The Barkley jer- the Barkley oh, yeah. era jerseys. Oh yeah. The warm ups, the jerseys. I hate the Suns marketing team for making something so fresh. They just can't oh. stop. Away from Man, the Suns. I want that jersey. Give it to me, please. Uh, away from that teal one they're gonna come out with later this year. Oh the teal was yeah, it's yeah, gross. I, I don't sorry, Suns. I don't know about that one. Yeah, it's kinda gross. But but the the new black jerseys with the PHX, oh the, those are nice. The retro ones, yeah. Like if I could just wear the retro ones the rest of the year, for the rest of my life, I would. Yeah. Speaking of retro ones, you should wear the rest of the year. The Jazz. How about how about you just stick with your retro ones? Yeah, just stick to the retro. Don't wear another jersey that you have in your in your lineup. I mean, uh, yeah. We're we're running out of time here. Gross. Uh, but I we will go out uh, by saying what we're doing next week is the Halloween special. Yes. Uh, November 2nd, uh, put it on the calendars. We are doing a whole slate of looks likes, celebrity in sports looks likes, with Austin Scott is joining us yeah. from How To Sports the uh, on Blaze Radio. And then Best of the West, Jake Brown, Kenji Ito are also planned to come on the show as well. It's going to be... A, a packed studio. It's going to feel just like the edit bays that we used to use. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be too many people in this room. Uh, <laughs> it's going to there destroy really radio, and Blaze is never going to forgive us. We were we were going to take down the Bill Austin radio studio. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> before, <laughs> before. We need to just, get out of here before we just, just let Just letting you. you know. Just letting you know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Matt Jones, for joining us. It was a great interview. Absolutely. It was awesome. Uh, and thank you to Zoom for making it such a terrible internet connection. <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone on Blaze Radio. Goodbye.